0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, this is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 29th of June. In your sport today, a crash in Latour claims an Aussie. The Beach Boys are in, but Ben Simmons is out of the Olympic Games. We've got a new women's world number one golfer and history in baseball. This is your sport today. Gab's La Tour de France started on the weekend and the iconic cycling event has already been marred by massive crashes. On Saturday, a fan holding a sign caused a huge spill and overnight, Australia's Caleb Ewan suffered a tour-ending injury with the finish line in sight.
1: That's right, Fez. Ewan suffered a broken collarbone, clipping the wheel of an opponent and going over his handlebars into the road. This happened just 200 metres short of the finish of the 189-kilometre Stage 3 in France's northwest. Ewan was in third place at the time, travelling at around 60 kilometres per hour when he and his rival Peter Sagan suffered the heavy fall. Ewan has won five stages of the Tour in his career and was a good shot at adding to that tally this year.
0: Sadly. That won't be the case. Gabs, there was another crash earlier in stage three, adding to the two in stage one on Saturday, with riders bunched together and moving at rapid speeds. Accidents do happen, but that's not what happened when a rider collided with a fan holding a cardboard sign in the first stage. That spectator is now facing legal action with the French police investigating. Dutch rider Mathieu van der Poel holds the race leader's yellow jersey, having avoided the crashes, and said after stage three that danger is everywhere. Gabs Australia has some of the best beaches in the world, no doubt about it, so it makes sense we'd have some pretty good beach volleyballers. Well, that hasn't been the case in recent times, but the Aussies are sending a full team to the Olympics after the men's side qualified for the first time in
1: 13 years. Yeah, it's hard to believe, Sam, but it's true. The Aussies did it the hard way, needing to beat Philippines, Japan, Oman, Iran and Indonesia in the space of nine days in Thailand to take the last spot on the men's side, with only 24 teams competing at the Tokyo Games. The Aussie team consisted of two pairs – Chris McHugh and Damian Schumann being one, and Max Guerra and Zach Schubert the other, but only one pair will go to the Games, with McHugh and Schumann tipped ahead to Tokyo, having won the Commonwealth Games gold medal on the Gold Coast in 2018. Now, not since the Beijing Games in 2008 have the men qualified, but that barren run is over.
0: It's over, Gabs, but it's a tough schedule for the men getting there. They left for home yesterday, will spend 14 days in quarantine, have five days to train, and then head off to Japan. They won't be going alone with the world number five women's pair of Maria Faye, Atacha De Sola, and Taliqua Clancy joining them. Atacha De Sola and Clancy are a genuine gold medal chance, looking to win Australia's first beach volleyball gold medal since the 2000 Games. Gabs, today's trivia question is, named the women's pair that won the gold medal in Sydney. And reckon we'd go as a beach volleyball team, Gabs?
1: Uh... So you'd be the one, was it spiking close to the net, given your height? Yep. Yep. I'm probably doing most of the digging.
0: You're digging. The answer will be (laughs) at the end of the show. And whilst we're on the Olympics, Gabs, literally as we hit publish on today's podcast, it's been confirmed by Basketball Australia that Ben Simmons will not compete at Tokyo. Simmons manager Rich Paul said Ben is going to spend the summer concentrating on individual development. And Australia head coach Brian Gorgian said it's a pretty rough time for him right now and I know it's something that he wanted to do, but the timing just hasn't worked. Nothing from Ben himself just yet, but expect plenty about this today. Gabs, if you think New South Wales was the only winner of Origin 2 on Sunday night, you'd be wrong, with Channel 9 and the NRL also big winners after the match recorded a return to healthy TV
1: viewership figures. That's right, everyone's a winner, except Queensland in this instance. Numbers were down last year when the three-match origin series was moved to the end of the season due to the pandemic, which saw the lowest TV audiences recorded in 17 years. But the move back to mid-season has done the trick, with an increase of 10% on last year to 2.7 million viewers who tuned in to watch the Blues seal the series in Brisbane. While that figure is an increase, it's actually the second lowest game to audience and that could be down to the match being played on Sunday instead of the traditional Wednesday night. And it sounds like organisers will shift the second match back to Wednesdays from next year. Origin has long been
0: the jewel in the NRL's crown with five of the top 10 sport programs in the past 18 months being Origin Games. So you can see why the league would want to make sure it continues to rate highly. The top two running programs were last year's AFL Grand Final and the NRL Grand Final. Game three of the Origin Series is to be played on July 14 with a venue yet to
1: be confirmed. And there's a bit more news in rugby league land gabs. There always is, Sam. Sydney's COVID-19 situation has seen the entire NRL, now that's players and staff, move into level four lockdown. That means stay-at-home orders unless for essential items and training, no visitors, and whereabouts logged every day. The NRL is confident the season won't be derailed and is taking every precaution necessary.
0: The AFL is also watching the latest outbreak closely, particularly given Perth's snap four-day lockdown, has put the Saturday clash between Fremantle and Cartland at Optus Stadium in jeopardy. The match can be moved to Victoria, with Geelong the likely hosting venue if a change is made. The Swans and Giants are already calling Victoria home as Sydney tries to contain the outbreak. Yabs, as we mentioned at the top, there's a new women's world number one golfer, and that's American Nellie Korda, who has climbed to the top of the
1: rankings in style. That she did, Sam, with a dominant three-shot win in the Women's PGA Championship in Atlanta. The win is Korda's third of the year, and she becomes the first American number one since Stacey Lewis in 2014. Who was number one previously, I hear you ask, Sam? Well, that would be South Korea's Jin Yong-ko, who had held the mantle for two years, but finished tied for 46th in Atlanta. you have read my mind there, Gabs. Uh, Corda, who's only 22 years old,
0: will now likely join sister Jessica on the US Olympic golf team, and it could be a family affair with brother Sebastian also in the mix. Meanwhile, in Connecticut, Harris English won the Travelers Championship on the 8th playoff hole. That's the second longest sudden death finish in PGA history. English produced seven pars before he holed a 16-foot birdie putt that sealed the win over Kramer Hickok. And Gabs, a bit of history was made in Major League Baseball on Monday when Seattle Mariners pitcher Hector Santiago became the first player to be ejected as part of the league's crackdown
1: on using foreign substances on the ball. That's right, Sam. Now, Santiago was thrown out of his side's win over the Chicago White Sox after the umpiring crew noticed a foreign substance on the inside palm of his glove during a routine check. The league head office recently brought in the rule to stop pitchers from doctoring balls to improve grip and to increase spin rates. There have already been seven no-hitters this season. Now, those are games where not a single base hit is recorded, and the league hopes the new rule will increase batting averages and see more balls in play. Santiago says he's innocent, telling reporters after the game, I think once they take it back and check, it's just sweat and rosin. Now, rosin is a powder that helps pitchers keep their hands dry and is legal. Yeah, the glove was confiscated and taken away for analysis.
0: He faces a 10-day ban with pay if found guilty. The Mariners are currently third in the American League West with the crackdown set to continue. It's time for Catch This. Gab's the stuff that caught our eye or is coming up. And I'm going to go with Adelaide shooter Alex Hoberg, who on the weekend equaled the men's 10-metre air rifle world record score 252.8 and that score is kind of hard to explain but here's the setup shooters aim at a target that is 45.5 millimeters millimeters in diameter 1.4 meters off the ground and 10 meters away it's a ridiculously small target and Alex is only 19 years old unfortunately that world record isn't official but it does set the Australian record one more world record while we're at it America's Sydney McLaughlin broke the 400-metre hurdles at the US Olympic trials in the States, blocking a time of 51.9 seconds.
1: What do you reckon you'd get better at, Gabs, shooting or hurdles? Well, Sam, if the question involves jumping, I am not the answer. All right, what do you got for us? Sam, Wimbledon started overnight and we've already had a couple of major upsets. French Open runner-up Stefanos Tsitsipas is out. After he was beaten in straight sets by America's Francis Tiafo, while two-time Wimbledon champion Petra Kvitova was eliminated by Sloane Stevens, 6-3, 6-4. Eight-time winner and fan-favourite Roger Federer gets his campaign underway tonight against Frenchman Adrian Manorino. And just quickly, Fizz, Spain is through to the quarterfinals after they beat Croatia 5-3 in extra time at the Euros in the best game of the tournament so far, featuring one of the more bizarre own goals you will ever see. We'll post a link in the episode notes.
0: Good stuff, Gabs. Before we go, the answer to today's trivia question is Natalie Cook and Kerry Potas, they won... The women's beach volleyball gold at the Sydney 2000 Games. They beat Brazil in the final two sets to love. All right, that's all from us today. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you tomorrow.